Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Lauren Interviews podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlon. All right, I am going to start by um, making this episode a little bit different. So um, (laughs) I have another podcast called Millennials Revealed. I've mentioned it on this podcast, but we are actually taking a break um, from Millennials Revealed. So Jeff, my co-host, he is super busy. Um, if you guys listen, he is part of the boy band 98 Degrees and they've been touring and just doing so much stuff. So it's been kind of hard for him to record. So we're taking a little break uh, from that. And, you know, it's going to give me time, I think, to focus on this podcast and some of the other stuff I'm doing. So um, something really cool that I actually really enjoy doing is TikTok. I know it sounds weird and I brought it up before. But I started this TikTok series where I tell these celebrity conspiracy stories. So it's up my alley with entertainment, but it also scratches the itch of like the, you know, I'm just very interested in in true crime. I mean, what white girl isn't, you know? (laughs) I'm just kidding. So really quick, I am just going to tell you the story of um, that I told on TikTok yesterday about Burt Reynolds. Now, it's interesting because my guest for today is, is Nick Reynolds. He's a former CIA agent, no relation. They just had the same name. And obviously, if you didn't know Burt Reynolds, you know he passed away. But this is a crazy story that not many people are aware of. Now, it's been speculated that Burt Reynolds committed a murder back in 1973. So he was filming this movie called The Man Who Loved Cat Dancing in Arizona. And his co-star was Sarah Miles. Now, there were some rumors that Burt and Sarah Miles had a little fling, but apparently her business manager, David Whiting, was her her so-called boyfriend. So anyway, they're in Arizona. They're filming this movie. And they all go out for Bert's birthday. And Bert and Sarah and some other people decide to leave and go back to the hotel to Bert's room to have some drinks, a nightcap, no big deal. So I know it's, I don't know, it's it's pretty late, whatever. Uh, Sarah decides to go back to her room, I think maybe around like 12 or 1 a.m. And David Whiting is beside himself, so angry, so angry, yelling at her, saying, where were you? You know, where have you been? And he basically slaps her in the face incredibly hard, so hard, in fact, that the room next door had her nanny and her six-year-old son. So Sarah screamed so loudly when she was slapped by David Whiting that the nanny ran in and Sarah just said, get Bert, get Bert, get Bert. So the nanny ran down uh, to Bert's room and... um. So Bert ended up coming up to Sarah's room and Sarah just ran. She just ran down to Bert's room and said, peace out, I'm out of here. You handle this. So fast forward to the next morning. Now, Sarah Miles slept by herself in Bert's room. I don't know where Bert was. Maybe he showed up. That's really not um, not clear at this point. But she uh, 
gets up and she goes back to her own room. So she opens the door and she finds David Whiting lying face down in a pool of his own blood, or it appears to be. He's clutching a bottle of red pills. The pills are scattered everywhere also. He's got lacerations all over his body. It's totally bruised. And, you know, she freaks out. So she's like, oh, my gosh. So, of course, she calls the police. And, you know, they they rule it an overdose, which is insane. I don't know how that was okay because uh, there was blood everywhere. But apparently – You know, the police wanted Sarah Miles and Burt Reynolds to testify and – or not testify. They wanted to question them and and they wanted them involved with the case and to help them figure out what happened. But the studio said, you know, it's going to cost us $25,000 to halt production if, you know, they have to leave and, and, you know, deal with this. I mean, it's kind of crazy. It's somebody's life here. But – and ultimately, $25,000 was a lot of money back then. So, yeah, they ruled it an overdose and – Nothing ever came of it, which I find to be crazy. I mean, it's – I don't want to say it's obvious, but to me, it really sounds like Burt Reynolds beat the crap out of him and, you know, or beat him to death, I guess. And then he set it up to look like uh, he overdosed. And I have reached out to Sarah Miles' reps before. Um, She's a British actress, but I've reached out to her reps. I want to talk to her. I want, you know, she's old now. I think she's in her 90s. Like, who knows how much time she has left? I I think it's important for the Whiting family that, you know, we get to the bottom of this. And, um, you know, it's funny because his, I think David Whiting, his mother was like BS, like this, you know, this clearly was not an overdose. Something sinister happened. But yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. So uh, check out my TikTok at Lauren Conlon 4 for more of these celebrity stories. Um, You know, I, I told a story about Jessica Alba. She was kidnapped at age 15 on the set of Flipper. Crazy, crazy story there. Uh, Anyway, really quick. I I feel like I say really quick a lot. Do I? I'm going to go back and and check. Um, (laughs) But no, really quick, I want to tell you about Fashion Week. It was the Vogue World Party and Runway show last night in Tribeca, or in the meatpacking, sorry, and it was amazing. It was literally the best time I've ever had at a runway show. Um, Lil Nas X performed Oh, it was just a dream. It was like Serena Williams walking down the runway. She looked actually great in person. Um, I thought she would be like a little beefier, but she actually, she wasn't. Uh, Brooklyn Beckham, Kendall Jenner. Oh, Kendall Jenner was perfect. She's such a great model. Uh, Bella and Gigi Haddad. Oh, Jared Leto looked just like Jesus. That was crazy, his long hair. (laughs) Uh, But it was, yeah, it was super fun. It was super hot out, but it was great. Great time. Now, all right, for the guest today, Nick Reynolds. Wow, what a guy. He was so sweet. He had this great Southern accent, but Nick just wrote a book, and it's called Need to Know. So Nick is a historian, but more importantly, he's a former CIA agent. So he just talks about, you know, all this counterintelligence stuff. And I'm, you know, I'm fascinated with all of that. So I really enjoyed talking to him and and just kind of picking his brain. So yeah, his book is available, Need to Know. It's all these cool stories about his time in the CIA, which is also just really exciting in general. So, okay, here is Nick Reynolds. Hi, Lauren. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Congratulations on your new book. Thank you. Yeah, I'm- you're welcome. So I am fascinated 
by a lot of this stuff. I, I tend to have a hard time reading books about history. And, you know, I tried to read the Ron Chernow book about Alexander Hamilton, had a hard time. So, you know, am I going to have a hard time with this? Like, give it to me straight here. I hope not. I mean, what I try, I, 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 you know, full disclosure, uh, yes, I'm a card-carrying PhD, um, mm. but I tried yep. to write this book so that it would be fun for all of us to read and also have footnotes at, or endnotes at the back for those who wanted to see, okay, uh, what what's the guy, why, why is he saying this, what's his source, mm-hmm. uh, how does he justify this? So I hope... I hope you'll you'll enjoy it. And one of the things that I think um, makes it enjoyable is the individual stories I've put in there. So I try mm-hmm. and look at people and how they're acting uh, in the bigger context, and you know what they're trying to do, and and suggest some of their their uh, their human strengths and frailties. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. I mean, <laughs> I expect, I expect this book to, um, to challenge me. Right. But again, you know, this type of stuff fascinates me, Pearl Harbor. I mean, I, and World War II, especially I'm completely obsessed with World War II. And, you know, lately with the direction of the the country, I've, I felt, I guess, more apprehensive than ever, <laughs> um, just about, past wars and and past things that have happened, you know, between the U.S. and other countries. And that's why I think, you know, I want to read this book. But you tell me, why why do you think that I should read it or other people should read it? Well, uh, you know, there's a there's a couple reasons you could uh, you could read it for the human stories that we talked about a minute earlier. You can read it to see how we got where we are in terms of the intelligence establishment. So a lot of the themes start in World War II. uh, And you can also read it to make up your own mind whether and how much uh, we need intelligence. I happen to to be on the you bet we need it side. (laughs) Right. Uh, but you, you're going to find uh, you're going to find people who are going to go. Well, maybe we don't need all this, or well, we don't need that much. Um, you know, speaking of, of um, you know what of the what do they say? History doesn't repeat itself; it just rhymes. Uh, uh, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, my my mother was from Hungary, and uh, she was living in Budapest in 1945 when the Germans and the Russians fought over the city. And she went into the basement of a hospital for like months. I mean, they basically lived in the basement of a hospital for months. And uh, Wow. How old was she? Just curious. We got a postcard from Budapest, and it depicted uh, the hospital carved into a cave in the middle of the city, I don't know if it's the exact one my mom was in, but it's the same program. And, and now, so there's there's prologue, and, uh, and, and past this prologue, and and now what do we have? We have a war in Central Europe that mm. is uh, on a lot like World War II. Amazing, you know. We thought we thought this was we thought this was over, right? We thought we thought uh, yeah. you know the the Europeans can all send their their armies home and. And, um, you know, there's not going to be a big war. Uh, phew, yep. we crossed that off. Um, check that box. But no. And so that's my 
that's my argument. That's my passion. Is like, boy, you you just you um, you can't let down your guard. You have yes. to know what's going on. Yes, overseas. and and how old was your mom when she was um, in that basement hiding? Oh, so uh, my mom was born, believe it or not, in 1915. Uh, so oh. in 1945, she would have been late 20s, 29, okay. 30. Uh, there oh, okay so she was an adult uh, living okay okay wow yeah, so that's was crazy it's cra- it's crazy i mean yeah. you, you know when we take so much for granted in this country uh you know we we, we no i hope um yeah nobody, we're not gonna we're not gonna have uh uh artillery duels uh, across the river here and you know between Arlington and Washington DC. Uh, <laughs> I hope not. Uh, like you said, I hope not. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, you know, we we're fairly you know, we have all these all, all these um benefits, all these all, all these good things going for us and there's there's other parts of the world that are mm. you know, like they're like reliving World War II. Amazing. I, I know, uh, and so. that's what's crazy to me. I recently I went to Spain Um, with my husband, he had a work trip and he works with, he's in digital marketing. So a lot of his partners, you know, they're everywhere. They're in Turkey They're you know, and a lot of them are in Ukraine. So we met these women in Spain and, you know, I was so surprised they were beautiful. They were smart. And they were like, we were talking and they said, you know, we're, we're not leaving Ukraine. This is our home. We are not leaving Kiev. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? They were 30, I'd say maybe 31, 32 years old. They were single, but they moved in. Each each girl I spoke to moved in with her her mom and her grandma or whatever pr- to protect them because like her brother had to go to, I was just like, I'm sorry, what? And also I just, you know, I don't know if you want to call it stubbornness of these women. And, and to be honest, I don't even know why I'm bringing this up as I, I say it out loud. I just was shocked, I guess, because I am petrified, especially with, you know, hearing Russia using rape as a war tool and these women who are just like, nope, we're not leaving. We're, we're not leaving. This is our home. And you know, this just shouldn't be happening. So we're staying put. I'm like, dude, that's crazy. You know, that well, is just crazy to me. I, I, I mean, I, I have endless admiration for, for the Ukrainians. And this mm-hmm. is, this is the argument for intelligence, right? On uh, uh, the biggest surprise of Putin's life was that Ukraine didn't fold like a house of cards. That the people that you're describing, uh, you know, from top the, the society yep. from top to bottom says we're going to stand and fight. And exactly. his intelligence didn't mm-hmm. tell him that. You know, yeah. so um, you know, whoever you are, um, whatever your intel, whatever your intentions are, mm-hmm. you better get good intelligence. Totally. To- and now this is crazy, but you don't believe there is this conspiracy going around that Putin is dead. You don't believe that for a second, do you? I- it's way beyond my pay grade, but I don't believe that. You don't. Uh, I mean, so as a former, you know, CIA intel, I mean, you, do you, I guess it's like, I'm very into conspiracies. I'm not crazy ones, right? Not like, I guess I don't believe Hillary Clinton drinks the blood of children. Okay. I'm not that crazy, but I do believe in things like, like this, where, Putin could be dead. I, I do believe, I mean, I, I don't know the last time I've seen him in person on the news or stuff like that, but you know, as, as CIA, do you believe some of these crazy things that I, you hear? I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a conspiracy guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and so I, I study intelligence. I teach intelligence. Uh, I used to teach like the origins of, 
of Soviet intelligence. And, um, okay, you want conspiracies? There's yeah. a country where they do have conspiracies, and they have these, they had the uh, <clears throat> really elaborate schemes to, mm. and, and, you know, triple think and double think. Um, so, yeah, there's some conspiracies over there. It's a, it's a conspiratorial mindset that they have, but. Um, yeah, I, I, I just mean like, you, sorry to interrupt you, but in your experience, have you come across things that are just so freaking nuts that you're like, dude, nobody would believe this because it seems like a conspiracy. So it makes you believe crazy things, like in general, right? Like, I mean, have you experienced this? So, so I, I have, I have seen instances. I have seen intelligence operations where you know there's there's like what's on the surface, and then mm -hmm. there's what what's um, you know what what's really going on. But these are generally like it's generally like the. It, it's on a much smaller scale. So like you're trying to deceive Mr. X about what's going on in uh, the house across the street, as opposed to a, you know, an enormous conspiracy to uh, persuade a government. So, so a good mm -hmm. example, Putin, Putin says it's Nazis in, in, in uh, that the Ukrainians are Nazis and that's why he's fighting them. Okay. Ah, boy. Uh, you know, that's a conspiracy theory that for us has no traction whatsoever. Uh, and, um, you know, but there are people who believe it. So, um, okay. I guess I would tell people to tell people to read my book and look at the footnotes and, and disabuse <laughs> themselves of conspiracies. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, I, okay. No, that, that makes sense. And I guess you have to think like that. If this is, you know, this is your profession, this is your, you know, right. this is, this is what you do. You're trained to think a certain way. And, and I can appreciate that. And I am trained to think a completely different way. Um, so are you uh, on social media at all? I couldn't find you. I, I am, but in a really small way, I'm, I have a, a website at okay. nicholasreynoldsauthor.com. Okay. nicholasreynoldsauthor.com. And are you, right. you're not on Twitter or on Instagram or anything? I'm not. My wife is on Facebook, and HarperCollins has an author page. And HarperCollins.com, you go to the author. Wait, you're making me um, really bored and tired. You have to get on Instagram, or you have to, like, do this, because this is really interesting. <laughs> I'm not going to HarperCollins, Arthur, Nick, okay? Like, I'm literally, I want to see you on Twitter. I want to see you on these these platforms. Right, well, <laughs> this is really interesting stuff. I love you. You're so cute. You're like, go to my wife's Facebook. Not going to do that. That's weird. I'm not going to stalk your wife. Um, <laughs> but but no, this is, this is interesting. I actually feel like you really could do well. I mean, reading clips of your book out loud in, in little excerpts on social media, because this is great info and you're a great speaker and a great storyteller and people want to hear more. This is what we want right now. So okay. yeah, I mean, I'm working on another book that's going to be, uh, it's got, it's a, it's a, it's a great set of stories about it's more on the individual level than on the government level. And okay. it's, it's another world war two story. So, Oh gosh. Uh, and I have a, I'm I'm working with a, a a another writer who is much younger than me, so she'll understand <laughs> all this. Uh, yes, you guys need like a TikTok to get these stories out. I mean, they're like yeah, I said, uh, they're incredible, and especially. Uh, go ahead. 
I, I was just saying thank you. I would just Oh, yeah, no, of course. And, you know, I had the flu back in May and I decided to just torture myself. And I literally, Nick, I watched Schindler's List, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas, The Piano, pretty much every World War II movie that you can imagine. And I just was like, holy crap, this is crazy. And it's happening all over again. But anyway, I yeah. won't take up too much more of your time. I just want to thank you. And I want to um, shout out your new book again. Um, remind me what it's called. I just had it. The need, title. Need to know. Need to know. American intelligence. There we go. Need to know by Nicholas Reynolds. And you can buy it now. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Well, thank you. And hopefully we'll see you on Twitter or TikTok or, right. or somewhere right. soon. Okay. Great talking to you. You too. Have a good one. Bye. Nick Reynolds, everyone, need to know wherever books are sold. Okay, well, that is all for now. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you like it, don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple. I am thinking about, or I say Apple, but wherever, wherever you get your podcast. I'm thinking of also putting this on um, YouTube as well. I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't know exactly how... You, I don't know, because a lot of this is just like me talking. I mean, would you guys want to see that? Just me talking on YouTube? I, I don't know. You tell me. Email me, lauren at magicshack.com. And follow me again everywhere, lauren underscore interviews on Instagram, Conlon underscore lauren on Twitter, and then Lauren Conlon 4 on TikTok. Okay, well, that's all. Thanks for listening. Until next time.